Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Did you know that most traditional creams or serums are made up of 70% water with 15% going to emulsifiers and preservatives? That what makes up the goo of the cream, which leaves only 15% for the active ingredients that truly benefit your skin. But what if there was a better way? Enter Fiber Skin Care, a groundbreaking technology set to redefine skincare. Fiber Skin Care harnesses nanofibers, tiny natural fibers 500 times smaller than a human hair. Their scientists have been working on this technology for the past 15 years and just a year ago achieved a remarkable breakthrough, encapsulating active ingredients directly on these natural nanofibers. The result? A formulation free of water, emulsifiers, or preservatives, meaning the active ingredients are not just pure, but are five times the concentration of most creams or serums. Their first formulation is anti-wrinkle, and it's not just effective, it's fast. Upon application, your skin feels tighter in a mere 10 seconds. That's right, you can feel the difference almost instantly, but that's just the start. Over the next seven days, these concentrated actives unfold their full potential, clinically proven to improve wrinkles by 19.4%. 19.4%. I said it again. It's worth checking out the Instagram Fiber Skin, F-I-B-E-R Skin Care, to learn more about the technology and how it works. You might have seen some viral videos of the mask's disappearing effect. It's easier to apply than by wetting your face, applying the patch, and removing it. The nanofiber, which contains the active ingredients, disappears into your skin quickly. Experience the transformation for yourself with their two-day trial pack, a precursor to the seven-day program that promises not just results, but a revolution in your skincare routine. And with their tighter skin guarantee, your satisfaction is not just expected, it's assured. If you try the seven-day program and your skin doesn't feel tighter, you'll receive a full refund, no questions asked. They have clinically tested the program to be most effective if you use it one week on, three weeks off. But we understand that everyone's skincare routine is different. 
That's why if you sign up for their monthly program, they will send you the monthly pack to remind you. You can pause or cancel at any time, giving you control over your skincare journey. If you want to try this revolution in skincare, go to FiberSkincare.com and use code BACK for 15% off. Again, that's FiberSkincare.com, code BACK for 15% off. Baby, let's just dance, dance, let's just dance, baby. I just want to dance, 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 dance. Welcome back to the bar. This is bitch number one, Christy. And bitch number two, Kelly. Kelly, we have let down the world. Why? Because we didn't have bitch at t-shirts on in our party. In our uh, in- Well, you were supposed to buy it for me, bitch. I know. Well, I couldn't find a cute one. I didn't want to have nerd. What were they? Not nerd one. Thing one and thing two shirts. Yeah. Our bitch at shirts need to be like. They'd be cute. Like yeah. Have a rhinestone or something on them. Yes. Yes. They need. Oh, wait. We should get custom made bitch number one, bitch number two. And then all the little baby bitch ats get like their own version. Yeah. I like whoever said they needed a uh, like a baby pink hoodie that said bitch at for winter. I feel like I need that for winter. Yeah. I don't know. I might not be able to wear a hoodie. It's a little hot here. Well, I mean, it's not hot here. It's already cold. I went to New York yesterday. I flew from New Orleans to New York. Now I haven't been up here in two weeks. And it was fucking cold in New York. I was like, wait, I didn't agree to this. And I didn't have any warm clothes. Because uh, I wasn't thinking about New York not being yeah. warm. But at least there's lots of stores you could have bought something. I was so tired. I never left my hotel room. Uh. I just went to my meeting and left. Isn't that pathetic? Who are we? Who am I, Kelly? You could have had some street meat. I was just going to say I didn't even have street meat. Dummy. I did order a pizza to the room, though. (laughs) Pizza Suprema? Yeah. I had it delivered right to my room. (laughs) I was like... Yummy. I love how they deliver it on their bikes. I do, too. Uh Uh-huh. And it's a big-ass bike or big-ass box on the back. Uh Uh-huh. I know. But I did. I laid in my bed and uh, ate pizza. (laughs) It was really pathetic. <laughs> but it made me miss New York. Yeah. I got to go back to New York for like a long weekend and just do New York how we used to do. I haven't been there in a minute. I haven't either. My kids were just there for a fashion week, but oh, yeah. they didn't invite me this time. I don't think they've invited you like the last four times. Well, I went anyway. No, you didn't go last year, did you? I think so. Oh, did you? I used to always go with them. So if I didn't, it was just like the past two years, maybe. Yes, because we did go. Like the time that we were in Trump Tower watching the fashion show and Mr. Trump invited us up to his office. Yeah. <laughs> that was before he was a president. Yeah. So we'll whatever. talk about that. No, what everyone's like, oh, president, president. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, we know Donald on a personal <laughs> level. <laughs> Not- <laughs> yeah, not a good we were in his office so we know him on a first name basis <laughs> mm-hmm. remember they're like don't touch a thing our kids touched everything i know <laughs> how about it was like a um he was like a hoarder yeah i saw i told somebody that story this week yeah. i was like i was like he, he had, had like so shit much everywhere. shit yeah for sure for sure, for sure. But anyway, that's a different story for another day. Yes. We are going to thank our patrons. We have so much to talk about today. I just feel like there's so much. Really? Besides the episode. Yes. What? Well, we have an exciting thing to talk about. We have our patrons. I just think that there's a lot of 
things I became a great aunt. I know. Alicia had her baby. He's cute. He's big. He's humongous. I could not believe how big that baby was. I know. And she pushed him out in 30 minutes, like 24 minutes, I think. Weren't you like that? Yeah, but my babies were five pounds. Well, Brooke was five, six. And the other ones were all under six pounds. Really? Mine were little. Hers was nine, ten. That's a big baby to push out in 24 minutes. How long was she in labor for? She pushed for 24 minutes. Well, I know she pushed 24 Oh, when she went to the hospital? Yeah. Um, God, I don't know. Maybe the whole day? A whole day? Oh. What was the longest you were but in labor? She didn't really have cramps or anything really bad. Oh, whatever. So, like, I don't consider that labor. I hate people. That- Labor's when you're pushing. Oh, I was in labor with Chloe for 46 hours before I had her. No, I'm sorry. 42 hours. It wasn't 46. And every time I had a contraction, I threw up. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder it took you 12 years to have Claire on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to go through that shit again? And then I had a C-section. After all that, I had a fucking C-section with a terrible scar. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Horrible. But is she doing well? I mean, he's adorable. Yes, I think they're going home today, so. Aww, and I'm sure your sister is just blissful. Oh my gosh, she's crazy. Kelly, your sister was crazy 20 years ago. I can imagine yeah. her with her grandson. Yeah, she's excited. Is she just going to raise the baby for them? <laughs> I don't know. I think she wants to. I think I don't she know that she'll be allowed. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, well, let's start by thanking our patrons. These are our friends who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar, and they joined our exclusive Patreon channel where they get access to, now, God, I mean, there's so many episodes over here, but they get access to all of our past episodes, including um, our after party. You get to see video content of us. You can see how tired I look today. Look at me. I look like something that crawled out of a swamp, okay? I don't think so. Oh, I look so tired. Thank you. Uh, You get access to unshared dances and video and photos and stories and just all kinds of fun stuff. So if you want to become a patron, go over to patreon.com slash back to the bar. And you also get a shout out from us, yay! which I'm going to do right now. So let's thank Elisa Liv, no name. I don't know. I think it's Jordan, but it just says no name. Brittany, Abby's left boob. Nicole, Abby123, Sarah, Sydney, Maddie, Christy, Haley, Max, Emily, Casey, Ben, Riley, Charlotte, Ella, Julia, Gemma, Allison, Susan, Jenny, Maxie, Gabby, Jessica, Jen, Kara, Vince, Miranda, Kathleen, Tracy, Virginia, Hannah, Colette, Cheney, Rebecca, Cambria, Julie, Kate, Stephanie, Mikhail, Kylie, Nicole, Jennifer, Royal Melvin, Valerie, Jacob, Brooke, Marlene, Ellen, Keely, Michael, Megan, Katrina, Catherine, Melissa, Aaron, Kiki, Amy, Lydia, Megan, Olivia, Maddie, Shelby, Caitlin, Katie, Presley, Gracie, Carrie B, Anna, Jen, Jasmine, Madison, Sarah, Ruby, Michelle, Elena, Andy, Skylar, Molly, Tiara, Samantha, Kendra, Mackenzie, Tierney, Taylor, Kristen, Ryan, Tori, Brianna. A little bit more, then we're done. Sammy, Annabelle, Summer, Caitlin, Ashley, Sienna, Lauren, Sarah, Destiny, Gabby, Anaya, Michaela, Ava, Shelby, Michaela, Amelia, Palmer, Olivia, Dicey, Cindy, Abby's Rhinestone, Headband, Kimberly, Taylor, Alyssa, Alyssa, Amani, Kylie, Aaron, Holly, Mary, Chrissy, Emma, Jakira, 
Shauna, Isabel, Allison, Holly, Miriam, Jesse, Brianna, Lauren, Maya, Morgan, Brooklyn, Paige, Hannah, Dominique, Neil, Adam's a mess, and Savannah. Oh, Adam, Christy's a mess too. What's up? <laughs> we all are a mess. We're all messes. It's so cute and charming. Well, thank you, everybody. Yes, we love you all. We're excited to always see your name, to say your name, and to um, have you with us. So, Kel, what you drinking? I'm boring. Same. High noon. Uh, Mango. Are you going to bingo? Oh, mango. (laughs) I have it in my cup, though. I have a glass of red wine. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's my favorite. I know. I had some of that last night, so I'm not in the mood for today. Yeah, yeah. Well, you weren't doing red wine and shots of tequila, were you? I didn't last night, no. There are nights that you say that you do that. I know. It's terrible. How could you? That's when I go see my little bartender, I like. And lately I've been doing red wine and uh, Grand Marnier. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're yeah. like my 49, oh, I was going to say 49 year old great aunt, but wait, that's our age. Never mind. I'm 52. Thank you. <laughs> I know, but I, I just started. To <laughs> I'll say. be your 49 though. <laughs> but that's. I lost a, a few years. <laughs> I can't believe that we're older than an age that I just was going to make fun of. I know. <laughs> I'm an 85-year-old great aunt. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. That was the worst reality check of my life. <laughs> I, To be fair, though, I'm not 49 yet. I'm only 46. Ah, oh, shut up. I, look, I'm I'm white-knuckling it. Okay, I'm holding on. Holding on. Mm. Um, all right, so should we kind of tell people what's happening? Should we... Well, I feel like I we, we should. We were just on a call. Yes. Okay. A, a good call. So Kelly and I have been working on something for oh, it's been a while now, months. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's been months, 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 months of something that's in development. It's happening, and it's very, ex- very exciting. Exciting. And maybe what we should do is instead of just telling everyone, because we really can't say yet, of course, you know, you can't say, maybe every week we should drop a clue, kind of like 21 questions. And then you guys could guess yeah. what our surprise is. Yeah. What do you think Kelly and I are up to? If you're a patron, <laughs> we'll put like a drop your guess post up. But if you're not a patron, oh, I think I can do it public too, not just on Patreon. So even if you're not a patron... I'll put that little thing up where I think it can be public, where you guys start dropping your guesses. And um, we'll see if, how about this? If anybody can guess what we're doing, we'll like do something special for them when it is announced. When it's announced, yeah. When it's announced. Because we can't like, tell them if it's no. correct. Yeah. Right. But I would be curious if anybody will be able to figure this out. Oh, I don't know. You think? I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air about it. I think yes, but then I think no. I don't know. We'll see. So we have something exciting coming out. Now, I will say it's going to be a little bit of a... Wait. A process. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a wait. But when it comes out, it's very... It's very cool. Yeah. I think it's super cool. about it. I am too. I think they will be too. Yeah. And I think it's something everyone's going to be excited about, not just like a certain niche of people, like yeah. our, our fans, I should say. All right, you're starting to give away too many clues already. It's the first day. Oh, God. Okay, never mind. Okay. We probably have another year worth of clues to give. <laughs> 
off, right? <laughs> Shut up, Christy. In other words, stop talking. All right, let's get into the episode because God knows it's going to take us forever. It's going to be forever, yes. I have a date. Ooh, what's your date? <laughs> I do not have a date. Where are you going? Nowhere. I'm just going to go out. But I don't feel like being here all night filming. So I don't either. Get your move on. All right, so we're going to start. I'm recapping today. We're on season three, episode nine, and the name of the episode is Bye Bye Baby, which we could actually call Everyone's Wearing Fur. (laughs) This episode has more offensive fur in it than any other episode of Dance Moms. I don't think I had any on. I don't think you did either, but Jill and I- I had leopard on, though. This is my leopard cheetah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's leopard, right? Yeah, that's leopard, Yeah, I think. And there's a lot of headbands, too. So everybody who's drinking along with us, just get your drink out because we're going to get right into it. So the minute we open it, open the show in Pyramid, we walk into the studio and I am wearing offensive fur. (laughs) So just drink. Was that? Oh, Kelly. What was that? I don't know. I, I couldn't quite figure out what that was. But then my eye kept going to Jill, too, with the polka dots and the plaid. I have a note about that. Yeah, I I was kind of like, I just didn't know which one of you to look at. Okay, mine looks like I picked up my bath mat and wrapped it around myself. Okay, but then Melissa had on those. Yes, they're like that silky metallic. (laughs) Like I was like, like my eyes just didn't know where to go. It was so offensive. It was that might be one of the worst pyramid lineups of outfits ever. It was bad. Yeah, I'm telling you, we were like a mess. <laughs> I don't think you had on anything too bad, did you? Did I, I think I had this on. In Pyramid? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Okay. And I think Holly was just wearing like a solid a black color. dress, yeah. But the other three, we fucking made up for it. All right. So the girls walk in, we walk in, and everyone's like, you know, immediately looking around. And this, this little clip is one of my favorite moments of me and Dance Moms because I was legit about this. Like, I just need everybody to know that I wasn't even saying this to be funny. Like, I had questions and I figured <laughs> Holly knew because I was like, hold on, isn't there like a rule that says if a teacher doesn't show up after so many minutes, we go. we're allowed to leave and we don't get penalized for it? Like, I meant that sincerely. Hell yeah. I think we all would have just left. No, Melissa would have stayed. Because we had been standing there for quite some time. It was not very quick. We were standing there literally for at least 15 minutes. I don't think they knew that she wasn't coming. No? I didn't think so. I don't know. I don't know. And then you cut to me in an interview and I said, everyone's wondering where Abby is, but I'm thinking, who the hell cares? Parte. Yes. Yes, I agree. One other thing I wanted to say is, did you notice that she's in Pyramid, which is we film afterwards. But when they cut to her, like, talking about Broadway Baby and talking about her mom, she's in Florida. That's her Florida. Oh, no, I know. I so yeah. know. She left and went to Florida and came, they had to get her back. for the. But that was the next week. No, we filmed Pyramid on Tuesday and she yeah. left and went and got on a plane Wednesday. They had to drag her back. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, they dragged her back, which I I can't believe you don't remember this. I remember her dragging her back, but I thought it was 
like the, the week next before. Week. Yeah, I think she was in Florida, and they forced her to come back, and then she was because basically, we were in Fort Lauderdale last week. Yes, so I think she stayed in Florida, or whatever. and then they made her come back. Yeah, and they were gonna make her film, and then she was like, when she was standing I'm leaving in Pyramid crying, I think she literally went and got on a plane. Yeah, I think she did too. Yeah. Because she really did go to Florida. And I think that's when production scrambled. And they were like, shit, we need to send a camera crew there because we don't have Abby. That's how I remembered it. So then Abby walks in and, you know, she's very somber. And she tells everyone that Broadway Baby got sick. And, you know, she thought that it was just, you know, maybe she ate something bad. Maybe her Wendy's was a little not good. <laughs> Sorry, you feed that to Wendy's. Or her Nutrisystem. Her Nutrisystem. I don't think anybody knows that story, which we can tell in a moment as a tribute to our patrons. All right, I'll make a note. Nutrisystem, we'll tell that story. I made a note, patrons, because you always yell at us that we forget to tell. I know, we do. We do. But um, yeah, so she thought baby was, you know, just sick and then baby died. But she was 16 and she had kidney failure. And then I say in my interview, I've never seen Abby look so sad. Baby really was her baby. And then I said, even though Abby and I clearly don't get along, I wouldn't wish this on her in a million years. And I mean that. That I do. very nice. That dog was everything to Abby. Absolutely. I I mean, everything to Abby. And I have a really hard time with this episode with her being like, some of the things she says comparing baby to our children. I know. And I have a hard time because I I say some mean things, but we'll get to it whenever it comes. Like they kind of cut and pasted. And I I mean, if anybody knows any of us. We're all the biggest like. We are all animal, like dog lovers, animal. I mean, my dad has a farm. Like we're animal lovers. Like we would never wish anything upon. No, I rescue things from dumpsters on a weekly basis. Hey, me. Rescue me from a dumpster. Oh my God. You're part of the cat distribution system. I rescue you from a dumpster. I am. (laughs) Thank God I didn't have to bring you home and raise you, feed you cat food every morning. (laughs) I did rescue you from a dumpster. Um, That's so funny. But yeah. So, I mean, yes. And the thing about it was, is I don't think had we been filming a show, we would have never been like, this is going too far. Like when we had to put my dog to sleep last summer, I was incapacitated for two weeks. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the things that we were saying, it was like, I mean, we still had to film. Yeah. And we, so we were trying to like make it work, like that we were pissed off that she was gone and whatever. Meanwhile, we loved her being gone. (laughs) (laughs) Can you not say stuff like that when I have a mouthful of red wine and I live in a white house? Or a pink house. This week, I think that's why we're all so blissful in the the dressing room is because we were thrilled that we didn't have to work with her all week. Yeah. We were joyful. All right. So Abby then says, you know, we're going to Expressions Dance. uh, Or no, she talks about last week's competition in Expressions Dance. And then in her interview, she goes, I don't want to be here right now. I don't want to talk about it or look at these kids. And I was like, wow, that's aggressive. You don't want to look at these kids. You would think she would have wanted their comfort or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, No, but it just goes to show that like, okay, she obviously had to be there to work. So instead of being like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to work. She like turned it into, I don't want to look at these kids. Yeah. Like it was our kids. Meanwhile, our kids were like, oh, Miss Abby, your dog. They felt so bad. They did feel so bad. She's like, so I'm going to put my game face on and go to the studio. So we get to Pyramid and in last place is Paige, which I literally had to stop and like, 
think from a, what did Sonia Page do last week? And I'm like, nothing. A duet that she did well in. Yeah. She did well in that duet. And she goes, the reason you're at the bottom is the duet. And I was like, I thought the duet was good. Yeah. And then she said, well, we, all of us in this room need to be confident in you and your performance. And I'm like, what? She did oh, great. Like, it oh, well. didn't even make sense. Whatever. And then next Her up. Her last name is Island. And then next up was Brooke. And of she's course, like. Because she's Island. <laughs> <laughs> a lowlands. You guys should be the lowlands yeah. because you're certainly not an eye on the pyramid. No. And then she said, for you to get in the top five was good, but for you not to win was bad. And I'm like, what? But meanwhile, in, in the episode before, she said that was, she thought that was one of the best times Brooke danced. Yeah. The old, the old Brooke was back. Brooke was back. Yeah. So how you could be on the bottom of the pyramid for that, I don't know. Well, you tell us why. The fact that both of my kids are at the bottom of the pyramid makes me wonder if it's personal. Because Abby doesn't <laughs> like me. Kelly, you're a fucking genius, you. <laughs> I am smart. You guys don't think I'm stupid. I'm not. <laughs> you didn't even need to go to college to figure that out. <laughs> so now we have Mackenzie for no reason other than the fact that she danced with 14 year olds and she was she did it well I guess that's a good reason whatever uh but it was just so funny so then we have Kendall and Kendall's third because she looked good in the costume and she's good at portraying evil she sold it I, th- I think that was meant to her mom yeah but why too, would like Kendall yeah be at the bottom when Paige had a duet Brooke had a solo whatever then we had Nia Nia used great facial expressions while dancing, and she told the story. Nia was Paige's duet partner. Yeah. They did well. Yeah. And Abby has said multiple times, like, how many times have people been placed in the pyramid where, like... Can I just say that I behaved? Yes! So there was no reason. It wasn't my fault they were on the bottom this week. And I don't think it was either of theirs either. It's just, we just aren't liked. Yes. But... It was really interesting because there's been times when Kendall's been high on the pyramid and Abby's like, well, you're only there because you had a duet with Maddie. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know. So then then first place is Maddie. And she goes, you went out on that stage, you danced for your life and you won. And then Melissa tells us in an interview that she's relieved that Maddie is back being on top week after week and that she has forgiven or sorry, not forgiven. She's given Maddie this opportunity and it's given Maddie a lot of confidence. And I am just so relieved for Melissa because for those two weeks, it probably was really trying. (laughs) I mean, you know. I don't think that's the only reason for the confidence either. No, but it's hysterical because she's like, oh, I'm so relieved that we're back on top week after week. And I'm like, Uh I'm glad for you. I'm glad for you. So then Abby says, Chloe, at least she said her name. Yeah. You know, so great. That's a bonus. Yeah. Just to make things perfectly clear, you're still on suspension. And I'm like, isn't it probation if she's actually dancing? But okay. Yeah. So whatever. Now, Abby gives the routines for the week and she assigns the group, which she says that everybody's going to be in except Mackenzie. And the name of the dance is My Dream Will Be Your Dream. It's lyrical. She says it's going to be an epic love story that's beautiful, entertaining with a lot of ballet. And then she says in her interview that it's to help her remember Broadway Baby. And she says, anytime I walk into the studio, it's an escape. It helps me keep my mind off of other things. And then Abby tells us that she's taking care of the costumes. She's having the headpieces made and everything is ready to go. For once. I just was going to (laughs) say... 
Holy We're shit. Watching. And then we don't even get to use them. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, so then Nia gets this solo assigned to her called Breaking My Heart, which is jazz. And Holly says, I hope that Nia can take away some of Abby's grief and not add to it. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. And then Maddie gets a solo, which is called Showing You My Heart. And to be completely transparent, Kenzie gets a solo then called Earthquake 2, or just Earthquake, and it's acrobatic. It's just not shown, because we always bitch that she's with us and not dancing, but she did have a solo this week that isn't featured. But honestly, she could have been in the fucking group dance, because it was yeah, it was made up. Yeah. It, it was improv. Like, she could have just yeah. popped in there and done a couple of, like... Her tricks. Fitzikas. Yeah. Yeah. And good. Okay, so then Abby says that we are going to St. Louis and we know who's in St. Louis. And she assumes yeah. that we're going to be seeing Kaya, Black Patsy, and that Maddie and Nia will be competing directly against Nakaya. And you probably didn't notice this, but I did. So the camera is on a wide angle. We don't do this much in Dance Moms, I don't think, but they did it twice in this episode. The camera is wide, and when they're saying we're going to see Black Patsy, it slowly zooms in tight on me, and I'm making, like, this face. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) My God. Um, And then you're in an interview, and you go, Black Patsy, or I don't know if you call her Kaya, but I'm going to call her Kaya from this point forward. Uh, But you go, Kaya's a crazy mom who actually makes us call her Black Patsy. Because she did. I I mean, know. we didn't make that up for her. She no. specifically, she had the name on her jacket. And at competition, I, when it she's was sitting in thing. the audience, she has her name on there too. Yeah. And it's rhinestoned. Yeah. It's rhinestoned. They used the biggest font. It was font 80 point. Yeah. Black Patsy rhinestone. It, it just seems offensive whenever we call her that. Yes. Yes. And then they you see a flashback of her introducing herself and telling us yeah. to call her Patsy Ramsey. So then you say that Nakaya danced for the ALDC and that her and her mom didn't like us to say the least. (laughs) And then you see she and I fighting in that room. And then she's like, and that's where she tells us that she, I need to watch myself because she's not a doctor like Holly. She's from the hood, which actually I do think is a pretty amazing line. We all were kind of (laughs) like... Like I was like, did she just say that? <laughs> she stood up and fixed her dress and she goes, I'm not a doctor like Holly. I'm like, oh, and you're coming for me. Yeah. Fuck. Uh-huh. Yeah, Holly's face was funny on that too. But we all were just kind of like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So then Abby says, moms, I'm begging you, no chaos. I've been through the ringer and back with this whole dog situation. And then she dismisses us. But I would like to point out to everyone that she says no chaos. But then we have a production crew that is saying, we need chaos. That's the whole reason we went there. A hundred percent. Because she lived there, was to have the chaos, yes. Of course. Yeah. You think we're going to St. Louis? We didn't even get to see the arch. I, but no, we saw it for a second from a while, a far away. We pulled over. We made the kids jump out of the van. We picture. aligned it so the arch was right behind them. We're like, look, we've been to St. Louis. Uh-huh. Just like the time that we were driving through Washington, D.C. and you started screaming, I see the pencil. (laughs) (laughs) You ass. For for those of you who are wondering, the pencil is the Washington Memorial. Yeah. The pencil. Kelly saw the pencil. Like, I know what it was. I was being funny. Oh, okay. It looks like a pencil. It does look like a pencil. You're like, I see the pencil. I see the pencil. (laughs) 
That's funny. Kel, did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women? Uh, it happened to me. Okay, so we're two out of two because my hair is definitely thinned as well. Uh, and it's nice to know, though, that you're not alone, right? Because yes. thinning is normal. And Nutrafol actually helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. From postpartum to menopause to plant-based lifestyles, and no matter what your life stage, Nutrafol has four unique formulas to support women. Each is physician-formulated using drug-free, science-backed ingredients, so you get the most reliable results. Go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through their whole body health approach. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism throughout the whole body health. Nutrafol is now available in a vegan formula. Their newest supplement is formulated for women ages 18 plus with plant-based lifestyles who are experiencing signs of hair thinning. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth by taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BAR. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BAR. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code BAR. All right. So now we're in group rehearsal. My dream will be your dream. And uh, Abby's telling the girls about the concept of the group dance. She's like, think of grandeur. Think of being in a ballroom at a black tie event with a beautiful, handsome man in a tuxedo. And I was like, oh. Meanwhile, they're like 10. Yeah. I was like, hmm. I wonder like how they, many of them thought about that. Yeah. They don't even know what that experience would be like. Right. I'm not sure they still do does any do any of us have you been in a exactly. grand ballroom in a grand gown man? No. in a tuxedo <laughs> nope where do i sign up for that experience <laughs> yeah. where's that on the tour yeah i'll sign up too i'm kidding mark i love you but i'm just saying like that's a fantasy moment not yeah you yeah. know <clears throat> so then abby's in her interviews says the group routine is about a peasant girl who is sick what? She's afraid that the illness is going to take her life and separate her from the man she loves. I'm like, I, I guess that's just because of Broadway baby. I guess, but Kelly, this show is so fucking twisted. <laughs> it's just twisted. So and then in her interview, Abby's like, I thought I was ready to be back. I thought I was stronger than this, but obviously I'm not. I want to go home. I want to be with my mom and I want to be sad and totally get it. Like I do. And she starts crying and she excuses herself. Um, and as she's walking out, she gives Maddie the, you know, she tells her to continue rehearsing. And then in your interview, you say, Abby's taking this morning a little bit to the extreme. This is a dog. Uh, but I know, as I said, I in our interviews, they always tell us what to say. Yeah. Like, it, and I'm sure that was a pickup. Yeah. Now, we don't want to say they always tell us what to say. Because well, no. I, I came up with my own funny shit, Cal. Well, Yeah. Yeah, but when they needed something said. Yeah, it's a it's a pickup. Yeah. For sure. But I sounded horrible. 
So I apologize. I, I did not mean anything about Broadway Baby. I love my little baby. Where is she? My well, little of Morgan. Of course. But it's yeah. just, again, telling everybody we really had to keep promo- like pushing a story along, you know? Yes. So yes. then upstairs in the mezzanine, you're like, you know, Abby's leave the team hanging, blah, blah, blah. Melissa and Jill start discussing ways to make Abby feel better, okay? And the clapping, the winking, the hugging, the squealing. I, I don't know how I wasn't ragey sitting up there. Well, I was just sitting there being quiet because I'm like, there's no way Abby is going for this. Changing the music. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Like, no. let alone changing a few steps in the choreography. Like, no. No. Like, you change the music and change the whole theme. Yeah, they're like, not going to be happy. Yeah. And they're clapping. And this is a great uh-huh. idea. Yeah. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, no, it's not. Mm-mm. I just keep my mouth shut. And now we have one of those dance moms icon moments that when it comes on screen, you have to freeze it. You have to absorb it. You have to take it in. You have to pay respect to it. Jill in a fedora in her interview. So please drink. She had that on the last time. She stole it from Chloe. A couple weeks ago. First yeah. time we saw it was when Chloe dropped her hat. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then Jill tells us, I know it sounds crazy to change the group dance. Agreed. Uh, And pick a new song. Agreed. But Abby's very vulnerable right now. You rarely see that in her. So I want her to know that the moms are there for her. I just fucking So we're doing the opposite of what she would want. (laughs) Yeah. And then Jill busts out the most uplifting, lighthearted, goofy jazz song ever. And she starts playing it. And Holly's like, yeah, I, I like the song. But she's like... I don't think this is a good idea to change Abby's routine or the music. And um, we're like, you know, Abby's not going to be happy if we change the routine, pick new music. But Melissa's like, Abby's going to appreciate it. And then I said, when's the last time Abby appreciated anything? (laughs) It's true. True, though. True, true, true. And in my interview, I'm like, I can't imagine Abby being okay with us changing her group dance direction. But at the same time, if she so appreciates the tribute, I don't want all the girls to be involved except for Chloe. So fingers crossed that I don't get suspended again or continue to be suspended, we should say. Yeah, because you're still suspended. I'm still suspended. Right. Uh, So then we're down in the costume shop because we're looking, I guess, for costumes. Um, We're looking for the ones that Abby had picked out. And we're looking for options that might be a better match for this like wild jazz group number that we're going to do. The costume that was bought is not appropriate for sure. No, we use it next week. with like those bride dances. Yeah. Yeah. We do this dance. Oh, hard by yawn. We do this dance next week with uh, Nick. Yeah. Nick comes in and does it. So now we're in Nia's solo rehearsal. You and Holly are upstairs and you guys are talking about our fight, which I'd like to point out that that's so funny. Like they gave us a dumb task to go downstairs so that you could talk about, like they separated us so that exactly yeah. you could talk about yeah. me. So you're upstairs and you're discussing the fact that it's been almost three weeks at this point and they show our fight flashback and Holly's like, well, I hope you make up this week. And you're like, this whole thing just pisses me off. And then Holly goes, things are really pretty chaotic. The last thing we need is Christy and Kelly fighting. It's true. I don't think we fought for three weeks. No. And we were already made up at this point. Yeah. A a million percent we were made up. We just had to get to something that made sense to make up on camera. Exactly. So like even the fight that we have upstairs coming up is totally made up. Yeah. And you can tell just because, I mean, I'm a bad actress. I can tell. Me too. Me too. (laughs) So... So then they show us 
on like the parkway and they show like a sign. And then all of a sudden, magically, we're in Florida, although they're trying to make it seem like we're in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely in Florida. Because we're in Abby's house. And she goes right to her bookshelf where she has pictures of Broadway Baby. And Mrs. Miller comes out and they're talking about how wonderful Baby was and how Abby's like, I regret not being around more. What if something was wrong and she could have done something about it? And then Mrs. Miller's like, you know what? Broadway Baby got sick in a day, so it was probably just her time to go. And I'm thinking to myself, like, as having pets that have suffered, where you have to, like, make the choice when it's the right time to put them down, you know, like elderly pets. That's so hard. It's the hardest thing ever. But this, Broadway Baby got sick in a day, to me, is the best way. It's a blessing, yeah. Because it just happens fast. Yeah, when I had to put Buddy down, my... Husband and my son kept saying, you know, we can't put him down. We can't put him down. I'm like, but he's suffering. Yes. Like he couldn't see. He had like a tumor coming out of the yes. side. You know, I'm like, you're torturing the dog. Yeah. But it's, it was just so hard to make that decision. to do uh, it. Yeah. Like I had to put Maggie down last year. How old was Buddy? He was old. Yeah. Maybe 14. Yeah. Maggie was 16 and she was a lab greyhound. So she's big. They usually don't yeah. last that long. Yeah. And, uh. She just got weaker and weaker and weaker. And then um, her back legs got so weak, like the last, I think, week she was alive. And she was laying up in my room and I could tell she was struggling to get up. And then she got really sick all over my room and was like so upset. And she was like sliding. Oh, my God. It was the whole thing was horrific. And she was so upset. And you could tell she was so upset about it. And I'm like, no, it's okay. You know, but then I'm like gagging because I have to take care of all of this. And it was horrible. But I felt, I mean, forget me and like not wanting to deal with that. But she was so upset that she was like panicked about it. And then I just looked at Mark and I was like, we can't keep doing this. Like just she's being tortured. Yeah. So it's terrible. It's really, I mean, it's hard for the Parents and the kids, but it's... It's terrible for them. For the dog, yeah. Yeah. Or a cat or whatever. Of course. Of course. So then Abby's shown crying, and then she says, Broadway baby kept me sane. She made everything okay. When I would come home from work upset or distraught over the mothers, I love that somehow this whole thing about her being sad about baby came back to us being assholes. I know. (laughs) But that is so true when you come home and... The dog's so happy to see you and I know, you know, if you don't feel good, I like, I do agree with that. I love coming home and. Oh yeah. But it was funny that she had to be like. But she had brought it back to us. Mothers. Yeah. yeah. Or Mm -hmm. a rough day at work. You come home, Broadway baby would kiss me and lick me. I wasn't there when she needed me. I was with somebody else's kids. And then they do that zoom in again of her, like the face, they zoom in on her and then she's kissing pictures of Broadway. Oh God. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's funny. I'm sorry. I know. People are going to hate us. I don't mean to laugh. Okay, let's just put it out there. It is very sad her dog died. This is edited in a very fucking funny way. Yes, yes. In a very wrong way. <laughs> yes, but when you watch it as a pure observer, it's it's kind of genius because it's so rotten. It is. It's rotten, but it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know. I don't think people like this episode. No, I don't either. But when you look at it from a per- like an objective perspective yeah. of just like how rotten it is, it's hilarious because it's <laughs> rotten. 
Yeah. Oh, so now it's the next day at the studio and we see the front desk. Melissa, Maddie, McKenzie arrive. Melissa doesn't see anyone at the desk. And she's like, that's strange. And then she's like, in her interview, she's worried about Abby's absence. It's her studio and she's needed. And I'm like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Like me last week. Yeah. And I'm like, stop it. If you keep saying her name like Beetlejuice, she will appear. We don't want her to appear. Let her be gone. This is a lovely (laughs) week. Lovely. And then Jill arrives in what could be the most aggressive fur print jacket of Dance Bomb's history. Yes. It's more aggressive than the gray thing I had on. Well, yeah, because yours was kind of muted. Yeah, no, hers. I don't know. Was that the one that was blue? No, this was that big. It was a giant fat leopard. Then she had a different leopard pattern scarf on and big glasses. She looked like, okay. I didn't like it. Honestly, she kind of looked like um, Steven Tyler. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. She did. Or Corella DeVille. One of the two. And then she goes, God, Abby's a no-show again. And in her interview, she says, she understands that Abby's grieving, but they need her at the studio to help prepare the tribute, especially if they don't want to lose to Kai at the competition. And Jill's like, it is so quiet at the studio without Abby. And then Mackenzie says, do all dogs go to heaven? And you and Melissa say that they do. Do you remember Abby told her to say that? No. Yes. Oh, how about me? I'm like, oh, Abby wants us to go to hell because that's where she's going to be. <laughs> I am dead over that. I mean, but now honestly. that I probably said myself. No, you did. As horrible of a person as I am, I think I probably said that myself. And to be fair, Kelly, we would be across the pit from her. It, like, exactly. Oh my God, wait a minute. I better be across the pit because if I'm next to her and that's my eternal damnation, I'm going to kill myself in hell. Oh, don't bring me with you. I don't want to be your partner in crime for that. Uh-uh. I'm leaving you alone. Oh God. Oh God. I just thought of what could be worse than hell if my pit is next door to hers. Yes. Oh God. I'm sick just thinking of it. I'm leaving you on your own, girlfriend. No. Oh, God. I'll make Diane go. She'll she'll hate me. But Abby had told Kenzie to say that earlier in the episode. Abby always told her to say stuff, yeah. Yeah. And so I guess she had just said it then. Okay. So now we're back at Abby's house. And uh, she's wearing a headband. So drink. And she's walking around her house. And she's just like, there's memories everywhere. And she says, losing baby so suddenly was a wake-up call for me. My mom is all I have left. If something happened to her while I was on the road with these kids, I would never forgive myself. And that's when we get the slow zoom. I I was wrong. The slow zoom happened then. And then Mrs. Miller's like, Abby, you need to go back to the studio. And Abby's like, no. She's like, those kids are unappreciative. And Mrs. Miller's like, no, they're good kids. And she's like, no, they're terrible. Yeah. And then she's like, the girls roll their eyes. They're all bratty. Baby never did that. But the kids never really rolled their eyes. That would be us. Right. Yeah. And our kids are not bratty. No, not at all. But it's so funny to me that she keeps saying, if something happens while I'm on the road with these kids... You're on the road with a show. Because you're working. That's yes. like anybody has to go to work. Like your dog might die whenever you're at work because, but you still got to go to work. And it's not like she, the way it's cut, it's like these kids, I do everything for these kids. And I'm like, you're getting paid lots of money to be there. This is your job. Yeah. So that's what you're on the road for. Okay, so back in Pittsburgh, you come into the den, like the dancer's den. The girls are on the floor and they're making a card for Abby. 
And then Maddie starts talking about what Abby told her in her private that, you know, Broadway baby was in so much pain and all of this. And I'm like, wait a minute, when, when did Maddie have a private? Exactly. But you know, I noticed that too, whenever they go into the room and rehearse it, she's like, so let's see what you have. You know, like they didn't even work. Like she just Mm -mm. had the dance. Yeah. 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 And Maddie does say, I've never seen Miss Abby so sad before. She's crying every day. I hope this card will cheer her up. So we're in group she rehearsal. She was very sad. I think oh the kids my God. felt bad. They felt bad. Because yeah. they never really saw Abby that way. When they seen Abby, she was always just... Mean. Yeah. Crabby or whatever. But I, I think it affected them, like, seeing her that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, yes. I think so. It's kind of like... I mean, it affected us. Look at us at the end. Like, we got tears in our eyes. And I, I, mm-hmm. I know I do. I don't know if... They showed anybody else, but I did see yeah. you. Yeah. I don't know if they did show any. I mean, Melissa cries all the time though. So, so upstairs we are working on costumes and you notice that night, what is her name? Naila. Was that her name? Naila was working with Nia, I think, or the I girls. Think so, yeah. yeah. I just, I didn't remember. I mean, I remembered her, but I didn't remember her name. I'm so sorry. So Naila's in there. And then Jill says, Abby's taking this morning thing to the extreme. And listen, this is how I know this is bullshit. Again, because you talk about how all of the moms are like this, but Jill is like ridiculous about her pets. Yeah. You know, we all so, are. Yeah. I mean, when Malibu died, Melissa had an autopsy done. Yeah. You know, most people don't do that. They're just like, oh, yeah. my pet passed away. But like, that's the level we're talking here, guys. Yeah. We're like, all crazy. We're all crazy. Pets, for sure. Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to go talk to Naila. And you're like, does anybody want to go with you? And they show me going like, no. Yeah. I would have never answered that like that. I'd have been you like. First of all, you would have just ignored me, I think. Yes. I yeah. would have been like, no. You'd have rolled your damn eyes. and Or I would have been like, not me or I'm not going or whatever, you know. But the way they had it cut, it's just like, I'm like, nope. Yeah. Like an asshole. Yeah. So then in your interview, you're like, it's funny Christy's still mad at me. I mean, Abby's dog died. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> we really? Have, we have no idea if she's coming to the competition. And Christy would rather pout and be mad at me than find out what's going on. And I'm thinking, okay, Kelly, I know this is a pickup because you don't give a shit if Abby's exactly. gone. Exactly. I like like her gone. You're like, Christy, did you want to hang out this week? Um <laughs> Let's go to lunch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, exactly. So da, 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 da. so you and Holly go down and you're asking and then uh, Naila's like, no, she hasn't heard from Abby. And then you go, oh God, we're screwed. Because Abby's not going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. I take that back. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I was waiting. I was I giving you a chance back. to redeem yourself. I take that back. Okay. So we get back to now, now we cut to, this is in St. Louis, and we see Nakaya, and she is rehearsing her solo, and I actually thought this whole scene was fucking hysterical. I don't remember this scene. So she's doing a dance called Get Back Up, and it's jazz, and Kaya, aka Black Patsy, is sitting in the studio, and she's watching uh, Nakaya rehearse. And in Kaya's interview, she's telling us that her solo is about someone who struggles to pay the bills. They're down and out. They're trying to figure out a way to come out of their situation. And she says, what I want to see in your solo is angst, sadness, and struggle. This is hard. Don't dance like some rich kid from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I-, I was shocked by that. Am I, like, first of all, none of us are rich kids no. in Pittsburgh. Like, wh- I don't know what kind of image impression she got from us, but we definitely weren't that. No, and I was laughing because, like, 
like just I mean I know it was a direct reference to us but usually you're like yeah. don't dance like you're some rich kid from Beverly Hills like Pittsburgh and yeah, rich kid doesn't Pittsburgh. usually exactly. go together so uh-huh. then she says Kaya has a lot to prove to Abby and the moms they probably want to see her fail just to shut her up uh, she's excited to meet up with them again because she has a lot she wants to say to them. And I'm like, Nakaya does? Because I feel like you want to say some stuff, not your daughter. Yeah. Then Nakaya's teacher is like, you know, it's really great. It's important to have great technique and you're doing your solo. And Nakaya's like, yeah, Abby's big about those legs and feet, even though she can't see her own. <laughs> and uh, Nakaya laughing at that was hysterical. <laughs> she like almost lost it. I know. That's what I'm saying. The scene is really funny. Yeah. So then in her interview, she goes, I think Abby thinks that people find her intimidating or are jealous of her. In reality, she's just trash with a title. That's where I lost it. I like that because she always calls us white trash. I know. Trash with a title. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. I have no respect for her. I want to give her a piece of my mind. She's not better than me. And I want to stand up and applaud because she's not. No. I was fucking crying when she I said she's- I think Abby thinks she is. Right. But I don't think anybody else thinks that. Trash with a title killed me. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. So I feel like a lot of times we don't always talk about the things that are bothering us. We keep them bottled up. We keep everything inside. We shove those things down deep. And unfortunately, I think it sometimes starts to affect us negatively. Have you ever found yourself maybe not being able to deal with the situation or maybe even having an outburst? Well, Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So I personally felt like I was carrying around 500 pounds of baggage on my back 
every single day after dance moms. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. And I'm pretty sure Kelly could say the same because remember the whole dumpster situation? And I really benefited a lot by going to therapy. It took me a while to get there, but once I was finally in therapy, I was able to get those things off my chest. I was able to walk through them, figure them out, unpack them, and start to feel lighter and brighter and live a much, much more fulfilled life. So it's helpful to learn positive coping skills in therapy, but also how to set boundaries. And it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash bar today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash bar. So we're back to Nia's uh, rehearsal. And uh, we're upstairs and Nia's rehearsing with a hat and Holly's like, she likes Nia solo, but I'm nervous that Nia has to dance with a hat because if you drop a hat on stage, Abby gets really upset. And then you go, I hope Nia doesn't wear that hat. I already lost one friendship over a hat. I don't want to lose another one. And you're such a bitch. Well, this is where I'm bad acting. Yeah. Well, but I, you say, what do you say? Um, no, you lost a friend because you told me to fuck off. Yeah. Well, but- it was way before that we I were fighting know. before I said that. I know. And then Holly's like, oh, Holly gets a little like, oh, they said fuck. And then we talk about our argument again, when you called, when you didn't call. And I just wrote, we're idiots. We are. And then I say, I've seen your true colors. And I don't know if I can forgive you for not being there when I needed you. Uh, have you forgiven me yet? Okay. And then you go... <laughs> You go, whatever, Christy. I'm not going to sit here and fight with you about it. It's not worth it. And I go, clearly our friendship isn't worth it. Clearly. At least now I know where I stand with you. Clearly. Oh, God. (laughs) Kiss my rear end. Can we drink for our fabulous Emmy award-winning acting? Stupid. Now it's one day to competition. We're in the dancer's den. Oh, pick your drink up. Jill's wearing fur again. Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. I couldn't wait to talk about this. You go, I brought a donut for myself to eat. And then Jill. Jill's like, I want a donut. <laughs> I know. And I, but I thought to myself, oh my God, how rude was I? I didn't bring donuts for everybody. No. But, but we always did that. We always came in with. With a snack or something. Yeah. But the funniest thing is if you know Jill, no one likes a donut like Jill. Yeah. That is her favorite snack. Like her favorite. She talks about donuts all the time. Yeah. And when she had her head leaned against that wall and she goes, I want a donut. <laughs> I used to get those tiger tail donuts. Oh yeah. I loved that. I used to get them almost every morning when we would go film. I remember you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jill That's loves it. was a fat ass. <laughs> Stop. So now the girls are um, dancing. Janine's in there with them rehearsing and Abby was I love Janine. Yes. Yes. She looks so like young here because now she's like a mom who chloe always had her privates with Uh uh-huh yeah that's yeah that was always who chloe had her standing privates with when yeah when she had them yeah it was janine yeah for sure janine's actually who taught chloe how to turn 
uh, there was one summer that Abby was gone. I think it was the summer Chloe turned eight and Janine worked with her all summer. And when Abby came back, Chloe could fucking turn, like just learn how to turn because that's all they worked on. So Abby walks in, or first, I'm sorry, in her interview, she says, it was tough walking back in the studio, but I did it. Broadway baby loved it here. She loved the kids and I think she would want me to be here. And the kids run and give her a hug. And she says in her interview, nothing makes me happier than working with Maddie. So I'm going to start with her solo. We know. We know. (laughs) And so (laughs) upstairs, they start rehearsing and upstairs. And I said, you're still not going to talk to me. And you said, I tried to talk to you. Oh, you didn't answer my phone call. Bad. You didn't answer my phone call. <laughs> I, I do. I sigh and I just walk away. Thank goodness. <laughs> so I'm gone. And then you guys are upstairs talking about me. And, and Jill's like, has there been any progress on the fight? And you're like, Christy's mad because I'm not kissing her ass. And Jill gasps. <gasps> it was a very, it was a very big moment. And then you go. Christy acts like everything is about her. And it's not your world, Christy. Get over it. <laughs> Get I, over it. I'd like you to know, Kelly, that in my world. It is your world. Yes. I everything know. is about me. And in I your know. world, it's about you. Yeah. Holly is watching Nia rehearse and she looks concerned. And she tells us that she's nervous for Nia's solo because Abby's hardly spent any time with Nia. And Nia's going up against Nakaya. So we're in Studio A with the group and Abby's like, you know, I need to see the group routine. And I'm like, oh, shit, how's she going to react? You know, these changes were made. So then I think Gianna starts playing the music and Abby looks very confused. And Holly goes, that is not a look of pleasure or happiness. (laughs) And I don't know why, but that made me gag a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) I did. Yeah, I don't think she was happy that. I didn't care for the way Holly phrased that. I just, nah. mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so then Abby starts questioning the new music, and Janine's like, "It's supposed to be a surprise tribute to Broadway Baby." And Abby, just, I bet Janine, she probably wanted to shoot herself that she had to break her that news. <laughs> Abby just stares at her. Yeah, literally and then dead eyes. Like, stare. was it the moms or the kids? And yeah. Janine's like, oh, "Which one of them do I throw under the bus?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Abby says, that's not what I want. It's a beautiful number, not a pop song. And then in her interview, she's like, if you want to be nice and do something out of kindness for your kindness of your heart, how about honoring my wishes? But we didn't know her wishes were for us not to do it at that point. Yeah. And P.S. I don't think we're the ones who came up with this idea. Uh, No. Right. Yeah. And then she says to Janine, you have to remember, these mothers know nothing. You can't let them bulldoze over you. You need to stand your ground. I'm like, okay. And Janine's like, okay. I want to shoot myself right now. She's like, this was my cameo idea on Moms. I didn't, yeah. I didn't <laughs> want this. I choose door C, none of the yeah. above. <laughs> so you... You point out that Abby's changing everything that we did when she was gone. And then she tells us to come down to Studio A. And in her interview, she's like, the mom's going behind my back, changing my music, changing the choreography. Now dumping this big hot mess in my lap is just not okay with me. So we come in the studio and then she starts yelling at us about disregarding all the work that she did to get her ducks in a row. And you're like, we just thought since you're absent, we would step in and take charge. 
And then Abby's like screwing with my choreography and my choice of music and my costumes and my headpiece is very offensive. And then Jill goes, Meanwhile, why did I speak up? Because yeah, I, I didn't know. say anything whenever any when Abby wasn't there. And then Abby's there. Then she probably thinks it was my idea. Yeah. Because I'm the only one that said, oh, well, you were gone. You dumbass. I know. And Jill's like, we all came up with ideas for costumes. And Abby says, no. I don't want any of your ideas. My kids are not going to the competition with some Bahama music and white bridal dresses. Which I thought was really funny. <laughs> some Bahama music. And then in her fedora, Jill says, it's too bad that Abby can't see the beauty of what we're trying to do for her. Yeah, I don't know, Jill. Yeah. All right. So we go back upstairs and Abby's like, you know what? You're just going to improv to the music that the moms picked instead of doing the routine I planned because you're not dancing in my dresses to Bahama music with my choreography. And then you say it's almost like Abby's doing improv because she wants the moms to learn not to change her music. You think? It's almost like that. Yeah, you think? <laughs> uh, it could be. And we're just in disbelief that Abby is having the girls practice improving. And then Chloe in her interview says, Miss Abby had us do this big improv section. It was definitely something unusual. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Because how many times have we heard you don't improv on stage? Uh, yeah, coming up with your own choreography, mm-hmm. Chloe. Right. And then Abby says, I have a big hot mess on my hands. Which I would agree. Yeah, oh, yeah. I agree with her. Then, you know, she's like, all right, we're leaving. Let's go. And there was so much hot pink rhinestone crap on her person at that time that I was distracted. (laughs) I was like, holy shit, there's a lot. So now we arrive at the competition in St. Louis and in the lobby. Oh, wait, did you see Abby helping Melissa get out of the van? She like turned around and held her hand to help her step out of the van. No. Yes. You know how like Kathy's always like, the dads help me out of the van. Uh And then here's Abby helping... Uh, Did she Melissa. help me you? No, she pushed us in a puddle. I bet. <laughs> she would like to. So in the lobby, we run into, obviously, Kaya. Oh, Abby's wearing fur. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill these people for wearing all this fur. I'm telling you, it's the most fur-heavy, like, episode I've ever seen. So this is where we see uh, Kaya's giant black Patsy shirt. And then she goes, I'm so glad to see the the bougie moms here in St. Louis in my hood now. We've got Dr. Holly in the hood now. And I was cracking up. Yeah. We got Dr. Holly in the hood now. Holly in the hood. Holly in the hood. Holly in the hood. Then in Holly's interview, she goes, ugh, it's just too early in the day for all of this. Yeah. And Holly doesn't like it any time of the day. (laughs) No. And neither did you back in the day. No. Exactly. Holly didn't even have the pleasure of having a little um, like aperitif on her changing station to help her get through the day. At least we would. Yes. I think we had actual coffee. Wait, no coffee waiting for us because we knew this was going to get ugly. So then Kaya goes, Dr. Holly. um, Oh, oh, oh. So we start heading to the dressing room and Kaya says, don't be so quick to run. We'll be here all day. And in her interview, she goes. Dr. Holly, don't let me forget that because she earned that title. She's so educated. Those letters don't mean a damn thing if you don't do anything with them. I, was I like, can't believe she said that. I was like, damn. There were some fighting words there for Holly. I know. Yeah. I know. And as they're walking away, Kaya says, break a leg, girls. And Melissa goes, good luck. And she goes, "You don't. we don't need good luck. You might. And then Holly goes, some competition days are filled with excitement and joy. This, this is not one of those. 
All right. So then we're in the dressing room and Abby's like, Nia, come out, show everyone your costume. And Holly tells us, I threw together a costume with very little guidance from Abby. And she's out, you know, she's wearing this hat. Nia walks out. Abby is immediately just so disgusted with this costume. She starts telling Holly everything that's wrong. Like the line is cutting off her thigh in a horizontal way. The waist is cutting her off horizontally, 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 horizontally. Blah, but blah, 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 blah. I, I have to give Abby credit. Abby was very good at that. Yes. She knew how to make your body type look good. I, I give her that. Totally. But the problem was, is that she gave Holly no instruction. She just said, make a costume. Exactly. And if anybody knows Holly, they know Holly doesn't really do costumes. Right. So she needs a little yeah. instruction. And, which we'll get into later on whenever they win the costume contest. Like, yeah. I think it was kind of like a whole yeah. storyline. Right. Right. So Abby's criticizing Nia's costume. And then Jill goes, Holly, I think it looks really good. And then Holly is like, thank you for appreciating it. Abby did not. <laughs> Abby never appreciated anything. Mm -mm. So then Holly's like, or Abby tells Holly, do anything you want. And then Holly's like, nope, I'm going to change the costume the way you want it. And then in Abby's interview, she's so mean. She goes, if Holly wants to send her kid out on stage looking like that, be my guest. Well, she just said, what do you want? Exactly. And and if she wanted something specific, then she should have said that. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we go out to stage and Nia performs her solo, Breaking My Heart, uh, that is jazz. And obviously we see Holly watching. And what did you think about this dance? Nia's? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it had no choreography. I, I don't think Paige and Nia's dance has ever had choreography. I Like their solos always were that way. Yeah, but this one, it, it was very slow. And she like repeated like walking steps a couple of times. Like she kept repeating the same things. And I liked the dance. But it needed dancing, if that makes sense. More in it, yeah. Like, yeah. it just, I thought it had potential to be something. I like the music. I like the fishnets. I like the whole vibe. I thought Nia, like, executed it well. But I was like, where's the dancing? Yeah. You know? Like, it was we like, say that a lot on their dances. Yeah, yeah. So. Like, La Quifa and stuff like that. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, we always yeah. say that. There wasn't a lot of dancing in it. But yeah, not at all. And so after she dances, we cut to Kaya and she goes, I'm not at all threatened by Abby Lee and her dance company. I just feel like they need to see some real competition. They're on my turf now so they can see how we do things in the Midwest in St. Louis. And so Nakaya Sol is announced and Kaya screaming divitude. And then all the girls are watching Nakaya solo, which she does. It's called get back up. And um, what was interesting to me is that when they were rehearsing this, she's talking about her being like poor, down on her luck, like kind of destitute. Yeah. And she's wearing like like a sequin sparkly yeah. costume, fancy. Yeah. Like I was like, what am I missing? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> because the car their dance probably was not supposed to have that theme. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming that was a dance she has done before in a costume. I don't think I mean, she maybe, did that right yeah. for the thing. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I think they just made that theme be what what would fit into the episode. Probably. So then uh, Abby in her interview says, based on Nakaya's performance, if she were judging, she would say Nakaya has regressed. And I'm like, oof. You know, she's regressed from her time at the Abby Lee Dance Company, those 24 hours. Exactly. (laughs) So next up is Maddie, and she does her solo, Showing You My Heart. And was that their costume from House of Love? I think so. Okay. Because I was like, I have that costume, I think. And then I was like, 
it looks familiar. I'm like, is it exactly the same? Maybe it was altered a little bit. Maybe it was a little different. Yeah, that was from that costume was from a group dance that our kids did like a few years back. So at the end of her dance, Melissa's crying the whole time. Yeah. And at the end of the dance, the announcer says that Maddie is dedicating her solo to Broadway Baby. And Melissa gets teary-eyed. She blows Maddie a kiss and she turns to look at Abby. She's like grabbing her hand. And Melissa in her interview said she had Maddie dedicate her solo to Broadway Baby because she's Abby's friend. She used to babysit Broadway Baby and she thought it was the right thing to do. And you tell her us in your interview, really, Melissa, do you have to make everything about your kids? This was supposed to be something the whole group was doing. And in the audience, we look furious. Well, because we all took the blunt of changing the dance and everything and then didn't get the glory of her Mm -hmm. enjoying it. So we took all the blunt and then she got all the glory of Maddie being the one who got to give it to her. Mm -hmm. Yep. I thought that was bullshit. I did too. It was like total bullshit. Now, to be fair, to be fair, playing devil's advocate, I'm certain like producers are like, don't you want to dedicate this? Don't you want to dedicate this? Yeah. But she could have said no, you know, or she could have pushed back or fought, you know, or whatever. But she just sits there and you'll see this coming up. But then there is a scene in the hallway and this scene, I just, this is the scene that you and I talked about before we got on the phone. Cause I'm like, I cannot believe this scene. So Abby thanks Melissa for dedicating Maddie solo to Broadway baby. And Abby's like, Maddie solo is exactly what I intended it to be uplifting. It makes you feel good. And that is a tribute to Broadway baby. Okay. Our kids were literally coming out in like the brightest costumes, like dancing to the Bahama music, trying to be bright, but okay, Abby, we get it. You don't like that. So then Melissa's like, look at this video. I have a Broadway baby from the week before she's dancing. And so everybody starts crying. Abby's talking about how much she misses Broadway baby. And she says she was my whole world. Imagine if you lost one of your kids, Kelly. Yeah. (laughs) And Melissa says, I would die. And then Abby goes, she made everybody smile. She never rolled her eyes at me. She didn't need braces. <laughs> and when I said dance, she danced. Broadway the baby. braces part killed me. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, thank God your dog didn't need braces. <laughs> but you're comparing a dog to a child. And Melissa goes, I would die. Yes, I would think you would die if your child died. I would think that would be very difficult. And I'm not discounting that a pet is very difficult. But this was a wild conversation because then Abby's like, Broadway Baby made everybody smile. And when Maddie dances on stage, everybody smiles. (laughs) I'm like, I can't. This is either the most deranged show of all time or the greatest piece of entertainment to ever hit the airwaves. (laughs) There is no in between. And now. It could be both, though. It could be both. Depends on how you look at it, right? It's 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 actually deranged. It really is. I think so. So we're back in the dressing room, and Jill walks in, and she goes, "Always a treat." And we are in the dressing room, and we start talking about we're annoyed that Abby was only interested in the tribute about Baby if it was from Maddie, not the whole group. She was even crying for Maddie's tribute. And then I'm a bitch in my interview and I go, here's Melissa once again, trying to get her kid ahead by having Maddie Solo be dedicated to Broadway Baby as if to say to everyone, forget about the rest of you. So Melissa comes in the dressing room after that and she doesn't even say like, hey guys, sorry. She's just like, "Uh, yeah, Um, I showed Abby this video. And so we start confronting Melissa. Actually, it was you who actually was like, let me ask you, Yeah. you know, why did you do this? And she's like, I don't know. 
I just thought that I should do something special for her because I was really close with the dog. But we all thought we should. Uh, but she was really close with the dog. I mean, she babysat her a couple times. That's what she said. I babysat her a few times. And then I said, I feel like you take our information and just use it to your advantage to get on Abby's good side. And I say, it's not fair that Melissa somehow always manages to look better than the rest of us. Chloe and the other girls end up paying the price because of things just like this. And I was like, you just need to own up what you did. And she is shaking her head like, no, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm not. I'm not owning up to it. And she says, I don't think this is about the tribute. The moms are just mad that Abby and I are friends again. She just wants them to treat her, treat me like she treats them. Oh God, now we're jealous of that. Now we're jealous of Melissa. And uh, I say, you always try to say, I'm so nice. I'm so sweet. I just love everybody. But I think you would kill us in our sleep if it meant your kids would get ahead. <laughs> we always said that. A hundred percent. I still uh, yeah. kind of feel it. I, I know. Yeah. 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 So the girls walk in. We congratulate them. Abby walks into the dressing room. She's like, Nia, you did a nice job. She gives her a hug. Abby congratulates Maddie and she tells her how much she appreciates the solo dedicated to Broadway baby. Then the group starts getting ready for the performance and you got to love Jill. You really do because Jill was one of the only ones who would sometimes just jump in and like, yeah, lift, do some heavy lifting. Thank goodness. Yeah. Cause she's like, you know, you wouldn't allow the girls to do a group routine as a tribute to Broadway baby, but why was it okay for Maddie and Melissa? And then she says to Jill, Melissa was close to my dog, Kelly. How are you close to a dog? I know. But Melissa, they both say, oh, look, they, they, were, they were friends. Well, like, I've been friends with Abby since I was two. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, why shouldn't my kids, you know, she's going to go to my kid's wedding and all this crap, but they can't dedicate it to you. Right. Maybe we didn't babysit your dog one day. Right. But Jill says, and this is totally right. She goes, but I can still feel sorry for you. Like yeah. you can still we feel all sorry, felt sorry for her, even if it wasn't, you know, I didn't know your dog. And she, and then Melissa in her interview says, I wish the moms wouldn't fight with Abby and let her enjoy this tribute. Every, anything that I've tried to do to lift Abby's spirit, they've just squashed with their behavior. Well, we were well, trying we were to lift her spirit. We were trying to do something nice. Yeah. Yeah. For once in our lives, we were trying to do something nice to Abby. I know. Let us do it, for goodness sakes. I know, but she's like, oh, these moms are just so selfish. They've squashed yeah. us with their behavior. No, we're mad at you, Melissa. For being selfish. So we're if you hadn't... For you and your daughter. Yeah, so if you hadn't done it, we wouldn't get mad and it wouldn't be squashing Abby. You're the root cause. It's all your fault. Take ownership. Yeah. <laughs> Abby's like, you know what? It was okay that they did this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, Jill, you only watched Broadway Baby once in the time, you know, that you knew her. And Melissa watched her a couple times. And Jill's like, so you're saying it's okay for Melissa. Basically, she lies. (laughs) I don't know what and how she was talking about, but that was pretty funny. I'm thinking there was definitely more going. Oh, 100%. More said. And they just picked that out. But I I was cracking up. And so uh, Abby's like, I can't get over the nerve of Jill and the rest of the moms. We have a group dance to worry about. She wasn't worried about it all week. No. And maybe the mom should concentrate on that instead of going after Melissa. We were concentrating on it all week. Yes. Yes. So then Abby says the girls line up. She's, you know, doing the mixing, the matching, the costumes or whatever. And she's like, I like being prepared. Yes, we all like being prepared. Exactly. It's not. It's we not like, like being prepared more than her. 
Because we're the ones always trying to get the costumes prepared ahead of time. Yes. And in her interview, or no, I don't think she says, no, she says this to the the group. She goes, this is a feel-good pretty number to show off your beautiful technique. So don't go out and do the same bad arms that you've been corrected on over and over and over again. She just finds a way to say some mean shit no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, now the girls are on stage and Abby in her interview is like, this has been one of the toughest weeks of my life. I lost my baby and I'm at this dance competition and the routine that I didn't choreograph and the kids are improvising. I don't think we have a shot at winning this. So the group goes on, the girls begin performing. Uh, Did you notice that when Paige did her leap across the stage, Melissa goes, that was a really good leap for Paige. For Paige. Yeah. I was like, that was rude. That was actually, the leap was really good, but I thought it was mean to be like, for Paige. Yeah. So Kaya's sitting behind us. And so she starts commenting. She's like, oh, Nia's a beat ahead in front of everybody. Does everybody feel this? And I just would like to point out that before we get into this whole fight, when the group exits stage, Brooke has a look on her face that basically says, fuck my life. That's just what it says. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think she liked that dance. Um, no, 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 no. So then in her interview, Abby's like, the group performance wasn't the best, but some of the girls could have made better choices. But the technique looked good. Okay. So now in the audience, Kaya leans forward to ask Abby if she noticed that Nia was a whole beat in front of everyone. And Abby's like, never noticed. And then Holly was like, I think you're wrong about that. I don't think so. And then Melissa says to Holly, because not to Kaya, because she would never. She's like, I think they were all together. So then Kaya's like, Nia dances like she has two left legs. I knew she was a lefty. <laughs> like, that's actually pretty good. She's wild. Ah, she's crazy for sure. And Holly's like, I'm not engaging. And then she's like, well, why did you say something to begin with then? And Holly's like, I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging. Yeah. I'm disengaging. And Kai's like, hmm. And Abby's, that's very rude. And Kai goes, so there can be two people, two rude people here today. There's enough rudeness for everybody. If you're going to critique something, you should have known that Nia was a whole beat in front of everybody. And then while Kai is speaking, Abby gets up to leave. She starts running out. And she says, you didn't let Patsy run you out of here, did you? And Abby says, if Kaya thinks that she ran Abby out of that audience, she better think again. I gracefully exited. No, I think she ran. The first thing I thought of was when she was in her wheelchair in like season eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like 900 miles an hour going backwards. <laughs> Trust me, Abby ran out of that auditorium. She was not going to fight with Black Patsy. There's no way. Black Patsy tried to start the fight with Holly mm-hmm. and Holly disengaged. So now they revert it to, okay, now take it to Jill or whoever. Well, she was trying to go for Abby. Abby ran and then that's when Kaya says, oh, you know what? That was actually the first time I ever watched Kendall. And Kendall's not very capable either. So we get up to leave. And Melissa's the one who turns to Jill and goes, did you hear what she said? Yeah. And Jill's like, no, what? And she's like, she said Kendall couldn't dance. And then Melissa says, it's obvious that Kaya is just jealous of Kendall because Kendall replaced Nakaya on Abby's team. We're out in the lobby now. And Kaya and Jill start pointing at each other. They start fighting. Uh, you can see in the background, like Jimmy, Chris, all these people scrambling to like get in place. I saw Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. And so Kaya's like, that little girl cannot dance. Your daughter cannot dance. I thought Nia was the one who had to work her way up. Nia dances circles around Kendall. And Jill says, you know what's funny? We just said the same thing about your little girl. And then Kaya starts flipping out. Bitch, you don't want to go there with me. I will show your ass hood. Ooh. So Jill goes, I'm not going to sit back and let this woman badmouth my child with bullshit that isn't true. 
And Kaya starts shouting. And I didn't realize she said this. And I was like, that's a fucking good point. She's like, I came to your dance recital and my kid walked on and started dancing with your supposedly elite dancer. So what does that say? And that's true. Yeah. You know, because everybody's always like, oh, you know, they're elite. They're elite. They're elite. You know, you got to work to be on this team. Anybody off the street could walk in and dance with them. And Abby would tell them all why they were better than our kid. But our kids are elite. Yeah. So there is a little mix up there. And I, I, when I heard that, I was like, damn, she's right. Jill's like, no, you left or not. And the Kaya was kicked out because she wasn't good enough. And then Kaya's like, no, bitch, I left. You ran back to the st- studio and I see why they didn't want you back because your kid sucks. Do you know why she left? Nakaya? Like, did she want to leave or? I think it was just after that fight. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what? I think that was when, I think that was the episode in the kite flying. I think it was, was Kendall going to dance or was Nakaya going to dance? And I think she ended up letting both of them dance. I think. That was Paige. Oh, was it? With Nakaya? Well, then maybe Kendall wasn't even there. And then she came back after Nakaya left. I don't remember. I think that was Paige when they were going back and forth. Okay. Okay. So then Jill turns around. Does that make you feel good? And she's like, bitch, you don't want to go there with me. I will show your ass hood. And Melissa's like trying to like gesture to get the fight outside. And then you cut to me in my interview. And I'm like, (laughs) now let's just say. I'd like to put a statement out here that in 2023, I don't think I can say all of these words. So I do apologize to anyone that I've offended in from the past. Okay. Yeah. These are my passwords. And I am going to laugh because it's so insane that they put this on TV and that that I said it. Like I said it. And I go, I just thought it was hysterical to see Jill trying to get all hood rat. And I go, shut the blank up. And I'm like, and Patsy's like, F y'all, F y'all. Which she does say later. She turns to the group and she goes, and F y'all. Yeah. And that's when everyone went, we'll talk about that. And Jill's like, who started this? Shut your big mouth and I'll tell you who started it. And Jill at one point, which they did not show, because this, again, haven't seen this episode. Jill really did say shut the blank up. She used the word yeah. blank. <laughs> like she said blank. <laughs> because there was all them kids in the hallway. I know, Kelly. However, I did die a little bit when yeah. Jill said yeah. the word blank. Did you see me hiding? I'm like trying to stay back and stay as far away from them as I can. I'm like, I ain't getting involved in this shit. No. Did you see me trying to step in and break up the fight? I'm like, oh, oh, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. And so I'm trying to break it up. We all start walking around. Abby's talking to the crowd. Somehow, weirdly, the crowd starts applauding, which is weird. Because Abby apologized. Yes, I apologize on behalf of the Abby Lee Dance Company. And this is one of my favorite parts. Kaya starts screaming, you're a punk, Abby. Apologize for that. (laughs) I never never heard it before in my life. And I... (laughs) You're a punk, Abby. Apologize. First of all, Abby's not apologizing for anything. No. But the fact that you said you're a punk, Abby, I don't know why the word punk. I didn't say that. No, I'm saying the fact that you're Tukaya. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't say that. 
her calling Abby a punk, a punk, yeah, <laughs> makes me scream. So Abby keeps apologizing, and she's like, "I'm done talking. I'm disengaging." Like Dr. Holly, fuck y'all, and that's when everybody gasps. And so she did say that in front of the group. Now I'm here to tell you, she was saying that to production. Oh, you think? Oh, a hundred percent. I don't remember. I just remember it being crazy. I mean, all the like security people and the mm-hmm. owner of the competition, like everybody was like coming out. Like they thought it was going to be like a big old brawl. Oh, yes. Yes. Well, because there were rumors at the time. I mean, and this is just how things go. Like one person says something, people are like, what if there's a gun? Somebody's like, there's a gun. Oh my God, somebody has a gun. And I'm like, that's not, but you know what I mean? Like that game yeah. of telephone. So that's why. Yeah. But yeah. When I think when Kaya said, I'm done talking, I'm disengaging, like Dr. Holly said, fuck y'all. I think that was all to production. Because if you think about those words, I'm done talking, like on camera. Yeah. I'm disengaging. I'm not fighting with these bitches anymore. Fuck y'all. Fuck you, producers. Like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So, I don't know, but that's just my take. I don't know, yeah. So, she walks away. We go to the elevator. And Jill in the elevator, she's like, she's a bitch. And then she's like, I really wish you would have all stuck up for me and had my back. And We're I go, all like, man, no way. <laughs> no fucking way. And I go, you know, Jill's mad that we wouldn't jump in, but I was really worried that she was going to pull out my weave. <laughs> You're an ass. I had that crazy weave at that time, like that Santa you Claus did. thing. Yeah. I was like, mm, I don't want that. So we're standing in the dressing room and I'm like, I... I, and this was really funny. Melissa goes, she's speechless. This one's speechless. <laughs> yeah. And so we were like stunned. And and I said, we kept waiting for the other one to jump in. I was like, uh, uh, and you're like, uh, 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 uh. and um, you're like, maybe that's why we didn't join in. We weren't each other's partner in crime. Okay. But if right before that, you like kind of hug Melissa. Oh, did I? Yes. I want to puke. Oh. You, you were like her best friend. You were holding her hand. Now you're hugging her. Meanwhile. Was I drunk? Did I have a coffee cup in my I don't hand? know. I'm sorry. But it was funny that we were like, we're not partners in crime and we don't have strong forces. And I was like, oh my God, Kelly, I need you. And then I said, I miss so many things about Kelly. I just miss knowing that someone has my back. We clearly need each other because when we're separated, we don't have the forces to fight evil. <laughs> Which is true. Yeah, I was hiding. We're like the Wonder Twins. We have our little we glasses. Of wa- Instead of when they put their rings together, when we clink our oh, wine. We do our wine glasses. Yeah, I don't have mine today. That's when we get our superpowers. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. <gasps> our, our battle cry could be cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitches. Cheers, bitches. That's it. That's it. So, um, let's see. I need you to be my friend. Oh, yeah. And I said, I need you to be my friend because we can fight evil forces. I lost my mojo. I got nothing. So now we're on the competition stage and the announcer apologizes to the audience for the incident in the hallway. And that type of behavior is not tolerated. And that person was removed from the competition. Somewhere in there, you see an interview of Nakaya. Oh, no. She goes, these ladies are a bunch of rich bitches. That's what they are. If I do come back, these mothers better watch out. Why are we rich bitches? I don't know. I don't know where she got that impression. Oh, I don't know. And then in an interview, Abby says, it's a shame that Kaya couldn't control her temper. It's a tight competition that Kaya could have placed, but now she'll never know. Now we go into the judges award and we have a costume award. And the judge says, what I loved about this costume was the way the dancer worked it with such confidence. And it goes to Nia. And Hall, Abby looks over at Melissa and chuckles. And then we all turn to Holly of excitement. And 
Nia goes up to get the award. And they're like, who did your costume? And she's like, my mother. And then in her interview, Holly says, take that, Abby. Uh, yeah. Now, Kelly, in all of our Dance Mom days, did you ever get a costume award? No. Holly got two! Holly got two! Yeah, and Holly never did the costume. No, she got two! But I said that earlier. I think that's why they made such a big deal of... They probably told the people to give Holly an award because Abby made such a fuss about Nia's costume being worn. So I think they were kind of like in your face, Abby. Yeah, probably. But I mean, I'm dead because like you and I, we would take three squares of toilet paper, one safety pin and a rhinestone and make a Tony award winning costume. And I never got a dance mom's costume award. I'm Uh pissed. Me either. Yes. So now it's the solos. Uh, Third place is Nia. And then first place was Maddie. And in her interview, Abby says, Maddie is a champion. The judges recognize that. Abby is so proud of Maddie. And she knows that Broadway Baby would be too. And then we get second place is announced. And we're like, oh, shit, we didn't even get second. Like, we're not going to place. And then miraculously, we won first. And Jill says, I think Broadway Baby was in heaven smiling down upon us. And I threw up a little in my throat. (laughs) (laughs) So we're in the dressing room. We're all celebrating. The girls come in. Abby's excited. She gives the girls a hug. And then I say to you, give me a hug. Put your arms around me and squeeze. And then the girls give Abby the card that they made for her. And she begins to cry. And she says she wishes Broadway Baby could be there with them. And then the episode ends with Abby asking the girls to say a prayer for Broadway Baby. They give Abby another hug. And it ends with a clip of Broadway Baby 1996 to 2012. Just so you know, though, when Abby's hugging everybody about Broadway Baby, she does not hug Chloe. I'd like to point that out. I don't even think Brooke went over. I And after they did the, there was like two hugs in this yep. thing. And I don't think Brooke was in the hug on either one of them. Mm-mm, I don't think Chloe was either. Interesting. Okay. How many drinks did you need to make it through this episode? I'm going to say one because of my... Hatred of animals. Yes, which is not true, but <laughs> oh, you know, the way it appeared. <laughs> yeah. the, way, the way I was edited on international <laughs> television. Yes. The way I appeared to not like animals and have sympathy for when they pass away. Okay, I'll go with that for me as well. Um, yeah. Okay, bottom of the pyramid for uh, mom outfits. Oh my gosh. Well, we listed all those beauties that were in... Um, Pyramid. I think pyramid is just pyramid. That pyramid takes the cake, but then Jill's Steven Tyler coat. Okay. I think those, all of those. Uh, Did you have any misdemeanors or felonies? Yeah. When I said, but it's only a dog. (laughs) Well, my felony is when I said Jill tried to get all hood rat. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. If we could just like put a muzzle on ourselves. Oh. I hate us. I really do. Again, like to apologize. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. All right. uh, Favorite quotes from the episode? I think mine was when uh, she said trash with a title. Oh, trash with the title is good. That one's high up there for me. I I really do like when I said, isn't there something that says if a teacher doesn't come within so many minutes, you can leave? (laughs) That's from the bottom. Because we wanted to leave. I wanted that so badly. Hold on. I, I start a few. I like that one. I like trash with the title. Oh, I know another one I really love. When you said, I brought a donut for myself to eat. I want a donut. <laughs> Show wants a donut. Uh, oh, and the other one. Here's my other one. That is not a look of pleasure or happiness. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Favorite dance of the episode? Uh, probably Maddie's solo. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say. I mean, I, I honestly didn't mind the improv parts of the group dance because I thought each girl, what they did, I thought it was done well. Yeah. You know? Um, but just the dance was yucky. Like in the costuming and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought the whole package... I would pick Maddie's. That's when people ask me my least favorite dance on the show. I often say this one. However, I'm going to have to go with light. My fire is worse than this dance. I don't think I remember that. One. Yes, you do. It's the hip hop dance with Paige in a boot with the fake oh, fire. Okay. I just didn't know what it was called. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely the worst. That's the worst dance in dance mom's history. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. All right. Well, that is about it. We're going to head over to the after party because Kelly has a hot date. We got to get her out of here. Yay. All right. We'll see you on the other side. Okay. Bye. bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, Kel, <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.